0: Welcome to this conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Keller. And sometimes you just run into somebody and you say, gosh, you'd make a good interview, and let's talk tomorrow. And that's who my guest is today. My guest today is Antonio Washington, but we call him Tony. And I met him at an activities fair at Emory & Henry College and just thought, we got to get to know this guy better. Mm -hmm. I met him at the ROTC table. Welcome, Tony Washington, to this conversation. Hello, hello.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Well, you were just
0: well, too cool. Yes, it's, <laughs> we're recording this in advance, so we won't tell people exactly the day and time. But um, anyway, so you were at the Emory and Henry ROTC table. Mm-hmm. So what the heck were you doing there?
1: Well, it was morally to support and convince people to come out to uh, to come out to uh, ROTC and 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 see the, the advantages ROTC can provide anyone at any given time, whether it's um, academics or financial side of it or just more of a uh, a career later on down the road to have that second plan for those who want to have a more stable, ideal in their, in their future.
0: All right, so you're a member of the ROTC. Yeah. But yeah. when I said, tell me about your background, and you... It's not like you just came to college as a college freshman and joined ROTC. No, no, no. You had been in the Army for three years. Yes,
1: yes. I had um, joined the Army in 2020, I believe. I was a a high school senior. I was looking at it during my junior year, and then I decided to join my senior year where I was competing in wrestling. I joined in as an MP, a military police officer, um, been in it for about three years before I decided to join ROTC to kind of further my career in the U.S. Army.
0: Now, when you say you joined the Army, Mm -hmm. you signed up, you joined in, you went somewhere and stayed in a barracks kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, well, tell us about that. Where'd you
1: go? So I went to uh, Fort Linwood in Missouri, a very hot and very cold place, uh, a good mix. I went... Doing um, what what doing the beginning of fall, kind of like August, heading into it, and then I got out about fe- February, so um, almost spring. So I got to to feel a little bit more of um, all the the seasons in advance the the summer heat. At the same time, then feel the bristling cold up there, in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. But it was a, it was an experience. We got to have our holiday block leave for Christmas, go home, and come back. Um, I was there for six months, training to be that that regular soldier, and then to be that MP. After that, I had as soon as I left basic, I went straight to college at King, straight out, straight out of basic. I was behind a semester, and I was behind in my season for wrestling, so I had to. To jump in and catch up on the classes that I missed starting in January. So I, I got released in February, so I had to play catch up of like two or three weeks of schoolwork that I missed just at the beginning of my spring. So I missed not only a fall semester, but I missed like a good amount of a few weeks of my spring uh, semester. Uh, by the time I got there, wrestling season was halfway done. Uh, so it was me working on getting my cardio back, my strength back working on getting that college-level technique, um, working to just get back into that normal grind that your accomplice may want to do.
0: All right, so you have to keep me straight here. You <laughs> signed up, you said you were in the Army for three for three years, Yes. but you told me you signed up and you went to what sounds like basic training mm-hmm. in, in Missouri. And you sweated and then you chilled and then... After that, you said you came to King University in Bristol. Mm-hmm. How do you count that you're still in the Army when you're in college?
1: Well, I, I'm in um, National Guard, so what um, mm-hmm. many might say that that, that weekend warrior, <laughs> if you are in, a, in the Army. But basically, the one weekend out of each month, I typically go and fulfill my duties, obligations to the Army. Uh, two weeks out of that summer I had to go get that that annual training as that soldier but highly when the state needs to to activate the National Guard for a, a national event or something outrageous that they need guardsmen for that's typically when I get get activated such as like the Hurricane Inn down there in Florida my uh, my brigade, my unit was activated on Saturday or the state activation stay at the duty orders on that one too. Don't Don't get ahead of me here because it
0: takes me I have to process this as we go um, Tony. You're considered full-time military when you're in the National Guard right?
1: Well you consider part-time. Part-time
0: okay so you're part-time and we're people may hear Zeus taking a bark here we're going to talk about (laughs) Zeus in a minute who's in here with us. You have two weeks in the summer you serve on weekends and you are up to be, you are. The possibility is open for you to be called up at any time to mm-hmm. go where there's some kind of disaster or emergency where you're needed. Correct. All right. what well, how did that work with being a college student?
1: Well, um, the the schools that I normally have with is very accommodating with me on about the the time I have to uh, to make my obligation with the the military. Uh, do this on me on that end so that's how I pretty much start off as as far as like keeping up with my grades and academics and um my f my f um athletic side of it. it it's not easy but it's not as tough as some people may may think it is I think it's really on the person on that aspect of like what your personality is and
0: so you were a student at King University. Mm-hmm. Now you're at Emory & Henry. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, we have that in common.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah.
0: graduated from King College at the time. And then, of course, now, well, I'm retired from a 32-year career at Emory & Henry. <laughs> so we have a little of that pattern in common. But what brought you to Emory & Henry from King?
1: What brought me to Emory & Henry? Well, my my idea of uh, my career, wanted to be uh, a doctorate in um, PT. And uh, one of the wrestling coaches actually was a uh, old coach down there in Memphis from where I grew up from and, and wrestled at. So there was something we had to come in and we talked to her um, over the time. So I made out of a scheduled visit because I knew as Keen was going through its staff um, and coach exchanges, um, I decided to go with my own changes as such and to get a better education that – other school offered that King doesn't have to set my career up and that was pretty much what Emory, Emory, Emory and Henry had uh, as far as like the pre-health club and um, having understanding what's the prerequisites to get to the um, for physical therapy and they also had their own campus in uh, Marion for their own PT that I was, um looking at and then it was that inside of hey let's go to the same college. For your undergrads and grad schools, that way you can meet your professors and kind of get a jump on everything else. So that was pretty much the idea. Well, that's
0: interesting. So it was the physical therapy program, and we have yeah. a health c- a campus in Marion, Virginia, with all kinds of right. ad- graduate health programs. But you want to be- have a doctorate in physical therapy, and so you came here. What class are you in now? Sophomore?
1: I am a junior. Oh, I'm junior, junior. yeah, since I transferred, and I kind of offset it when I did my basic for the U.S. Army. I'm kind of offset it by semester. So, and then, you know, some of our military cl- um, credits, they were taking basic transfer over to you co- as oh, college really? credits. Yeah. Did not know that. Uh, The only difference is, does <laughs> it count as your major? So, mine's more of law, f- law enforcement instead of SI science. Uh, so, I have a lot more credits, but they didn't go really more to my major.
0: Yeah. If that
1: makes sense. So, by credits, I'm a senior. Yeah. But by academically, The classes I need to take, I'm a junior.
0: All right. Well, welcome to Emory & Henry. We're so (laughs) glad you're here. And you are one outgoing, friendly, open guy. And it's just delightful to meet people like you. And I want to get to the Army. we got to get to there. But first, let's talk about what all you do at Emory & Henry. Because last night I I said, well, so what all do you do here? And you rattled off about 49 things. (laughs) So we've established that you're in ROTC, that you came here for the pre-health program, but you're doing a bunch of other stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, oh, man, it's kind of hard well, to wrestling. keep on myself. Let's start
0: with wrestling, cause Aaron <laughs> yeah. Henry didn't used to have a wrestling. Program. No,
1: no, no, they didn't. No, it was the the idea where I came up from a a background where pretty much everything I had to do I had to build from the um, from the bottom, and um, go from there. So that was pretty much the idea as far as the wrestling. But making sure I still have a a good successful career and coach that could elevate me to that way and to that, to that level. Um, so that was pretty much the, the wrestling career behind it. I pretty much try to stay involved in wrestling, whether it's like coaching or uh, actively wrestling or refereeing myself.
0: So which are you doing here? You're wrestling, coaching?
1: Uh, I'm actually doing all three. So I, I coach at high schools, like uh, Tennessee High, and then uh, I think last year that's when I started moving to Virginia High to actually start coaching because it was closer to, um, Emory and Henry but I've been reffing since uh 2021 so my my goal was to whether I compete in the Olympics as an athlete or as a referee my face my name my my some part of me is going to be in the Olympics listen to you so that, that is my goal I'm working on it now I'm officiating in college as far as freestyle and Greco I'm trying to work to get to Worlds and uh, the European Championships. Well, are and you Pat wrestling Moms. here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're oh, wrestling
0: yeah. here. You're aiming for professionalism. You're aiming for the Olympics. You're pretty darn good. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, I,
1: I, I, was, I would tell you no. You can always be better than what you are now. How good
0: are you? Come on how, now,
1: Tony. I, 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 oh, no. What no, kind I of made, awards have you won? I'm, uh, I made a couple of national teams from Team Tennessee. Uh, made 100, 100 wins. 100-plus win club, which is really hard to do in wrestling. Uh, I didn't realize that until my like my senior year or junior year in high school. It was like, oh, you just won 100 matches. Or like, okay, what, what's, what's the point you of that? You didn't realize what a big deal that yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of kids may go, like, um, maybe 50 matches winning and losing probably like 60 or 40 just under. Um, so does
0: that mean Emory & Henry's wrestling team this year is going to be spectacular?
1: Um, I'm looking forward to it. I uh, see a lot of good potential into the freshmen that uh, Coach has recruited. Um, They got a lot of potential. They just got to get that that, that college mindset in, you know. It's like it's that experience, like that next level Like you got to wake up to realize you can't just do what you would just normally do in high school and walk on and just perform. You actually have to put energy into your lift and your recovery and your nutrition and so much so more. you're so.
0: a leader on the wrestling team I, I, no I, I, doubt i, 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 hope
1: so. I with would the hope most, so with the best record <laughs>
0: with the best record of wins
1: uh, with it i think so i believe so Ashley. i believe so well
0: i'm putting my money on the <laughs> fact that you are okay uh let's see what else have we forgotten before we turn to army which is uh music
1: oh yes 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 uh it's crazy. I don't even remember when I started playing music. Um, I knew I I wanted to. Piano was my my big thing that I really wanted to, to start and and to begin that. But as piano evolved, and I learned more today, I started branching out to guitar. Then I started branching out to saxophone. I I, I learned that uh, my uncle had played sax for BB King. In no Memphis way! No for way! Come A couple on, of years. Really? So I was like, oh, I guess I gotta.
0: For B.B. B. King. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Your uncle. I yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't know that neither. And my dad told me. I talked to my uncle. He was like, yeah. It's okay. He He's like, yeah, I did. I yeah, no like, big deal. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So sure, do you sure. learn, Do you
0: take <laughs> lessons in these things, or do you just pick it up and learn? Well, it?
1: beginning of it, I, uh, I picked it up, and I kind of self-taught. But, um, of course... As an athlete, you just don't want to be mediocre in anything the, the you do. So, of course, I start picking up um, lessons as a gone. I see, I pick up lessons here at Emory Henry, just to further that education. I'm a real um, jazz and blues guy, so jazz and blues is kind of really hard to play, but it's fun. So it's it, it if you don't have no one to explain it to you. It can get a little rough, but you
0: told me last night. People can't believe how much I learned from you in two minutes. <laughs> but <laughs> you said that when you came to campus, you I guess you heard the radio and it was Blue Monday. Oh yeah,
1: oh the Blue Monday. Uh, that I fell in love with it. Oh my gosh, yes the blues. And you said I I'm in the all. right place. Oh yeah, oh yeah the uh, the 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 Monday on it, bro. Like BB King on it, it, it's just amazing. You got you got to you got to give it to it. The Billie Holiday. All of it, the Nina Simone, it's just, it's amazing. It brings your attention into it, most definitely.
0: Okay, we're going to turn serious now. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Army. Yeah. And we're, one of the things that I'm getting to is that I just read an article today about the shrinking size of the military and what a hard time yeah. the military has had recruiting people. Yeah. So I want you to take me back to you grew up in Memphis and how you decided to go into the military.
1: I, I grew up in Memphis. Um, I grew up in a seven sibling home, including oh, like myself.
0: A, oh, seven people?
1: Yeah, yeah, including myself. So I was like the third to the oldest. Uh, five sisters and one brothers. So you could imagine a uh, feminine in the house. You've been trained <laughs> right, I guarantee <laughs> you. Uh, that was kind of kind of interesting demo, but uh, our fathers wasn't really there. It was just a single mother home at that point. I uh, grew up homeless, of course, and um, battling through some financial issues and all that The mental battles that pretty much every other kid has to face through. Wait a um, minute,
0: Tony. Not every kid has well, to. Well, too. Tell me thing. about, yeah. okay, you you got to tell me more about that. You are clearly <laughs> one resilient, strong man. H- what was it like when you were homeless? How hard was that?
1: Um well Zeus would you settle so, <laughs>
0: down for a minute we're getting to you in a minute this is the dog and I got a feeling where Zeus is going to relate to this story somehow but oh anyway. a
1: little bit a little bit yeah so uh, to answer your question how it felt honestly it it is it's also one of the reason why I kind of got Zeus my my emotion connection about hard things in life has kind of like disconnected it, it, it I'm at this state too where it's like yeah, it happens, but where you gonna do about it? You know, like how can you better your situation? So, uh, I remember it was of course not comfortable. You know, especially during uh, wintertime where it's just freezing.
0: I mean, were you like on the street or in a car or Oh, in it, an was, alley it was. It was. It was
1: everywhere. It was some um, some months we actually have a roof over our head, but we barely get through by rent, so we won't have no food. So it'll be depending on that um, that school food that we have to to wait on. So we'll wait. Throughout and your the mother weekend.
0: is navigating homelessness with seven kids? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was the third to those. Days. I think the oldest now is 27 now, am 22 now. So um, it was a, it was a decent gap between all of us until you get to like the fourth one, which was like a year or two in between the two. But there are some days, um, some time in the year where it's like we have to sleep in that car and of course turn the car off so you could at least have some type of decent gas to get to where you get to or spend a night over at somebody's house for um a time here and a time there. Yeah, it it is it, it, one of them things where you kinda of bounce around where we was one of families that uh um, help groups that um do the food pantry things that came really really handy where people might say it came in clutch. So it it was of course one of those um type of ordeals but you know, it's 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 part of life and some people lives and you just kinda gotta better do it and let it be your aid to be something great or let it be an aid to be something of a downfall.
0: Well, people like you are few and far between, and I think we make a, a mistake in the society by putting the pressure on the little children to survive yeah. this and to be strong and yeah. come through and go make something of yourself, and you just wish that there were more social programs. Did you have kind of...
1: There wasn't many uh, of, a, of a program. It wasn't many of a, of a help, because uh, a good amount of it, of course, I had a abusive mother, in the home at the time, so it wasn't really much of a, of a mental. Or so they emotional didn't help. take
0: you out of the home if the mother was abusing you, no, or they didn't.
1: know? No, no. So we we went into foster care, I believe, three different times. Actually, and we always uh, came back. We went to court plenty of times with our fathers and so much more. Um, actually, I believe a sister or two actually went to um, uh, a mental asylum for a couple. Um, weeks or two problems and such as those so we we all had our individual problem but as a whole the majority of it was that battling that mental um abusiveness from the the mother and not having that support um and then of course the the financial part side of that and being hungry is not having many many clothes and many things not to relate to so I know
0: how crazy I can be with my <laughs> life of something that to you would be absolutely nothing. And I don't know what words to say, but, you know, congratulations to you. And anyway, what I was getting at with my question was, is that part of why you joined the military? Because it gave you, well, I guess, an income and an opportunity. Yeah, it, it,
1: it was It was one of those parts where for, for a while my mindset was always that, have something to follow up on, you know, have that that second plan just in case the number one plan didn't work out, just in case college wasn't for me, just in case uh, wrestling wasn't for me. I have something that stated in contract that, you know, I have this coming for me.
0: Zeus is saying it is time to talk about me. (laughs) People can hear him barking. He's starting to chew on my (laughs) foot. He wants to play, and I'm just not going to do it, Zeus. You just got to behave. So Zeus is an emotional support animal.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is. I got him um, after, I believe, after I got <laughs> said orders to the Memphis um, riot. And I believe. The Memphis April? riot. You yeah, were required April, to go there. No, April Zeus. Get, get down, get down, get down, get
0: down. You got called to. As a National Guard mm-hmm. member to go work at the National at the Memphis riot, and you were a police officer, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, we was uh, there to help out the uh, State Patrol and many other uh, government agencies to kind of control their riot against uh, the shooting on the uh, guy. I Can't remember his name. Uh, of them, the four, I believe, four policemen actually jumping him, and I believe they actually killed the guy. So not there were riots, like and
0: you're in there, and you've got to enforce order. I think you better
1: Pretty get much. Zeus back over yeah. there on
0: your side. He's <laughs> trying to eat me up, and we're not going to stop recording. Just grab him and keep keep talking. Oh, I've got the he dragged. Yeah, the, you
1: got yeah. Okay,
0: <laughs> Zeus, come on. All right. So basically, I think what you're saying, Tony, is you got traumatized. It
1: as, wasn't really as for uh, much as traumatized of it. Um, during that time, I still had other things I was. Working out on like like financial side of things and uh, mental side of trying to handle some things that I had that didn't really speak up on during my past. That uh, I I do think that a lot of males in particular need to to speak on what they need to get off their chest. You know, to make their life a little easier. I do I don't agree with the whatever happens in the house, stay in the house. Or I don't agree with the. Men, you know, cry in silence or anything like that. Like, yes, yeah, portray your masculine, um, the masculine. Oh, that nonsense!
0: You're a man, so you don't have feelings. Yeah, like but we
1: we still all humans, and we show that fashion. So if you keep it in. Of course, it portrays off to your friends and your loved ones and your relationship that you try to get intimate with. So that what made me I see um, get him because I originally had a dog named Ice. Well, he's still living, but he's back home. I had him since my freshman year in high school. He's pretty old now and he's getting getting pretty old. But um yeah, he was it was that it was that good care, you know, that good teddy bear what what some women or little girls may have when they going through something. So he was just there that if I need to take a run, I know I can count on him to like, Hey, let's go up let's let's go out to You take had and a run. buddy. Yeah, yeah. So Zeus became that, that second buddy when I'm not in Memphis. And I couldn't bring my other pit, um, ice down to yeah. to to come here in college. So,
0: well, how did you? I mean, is he literally an emotional support animal, or you're just using? I mean, you know, there's a process that you go through with counselors and so forth to 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 be approved for an actual oh. Uh, oh. emotional support animal. Is he that, or you just have? claimed him as your emotional support.
1: No, no, no. I have to I have to he stays on campus, so I have to go through those those processes. Yeah, to to he got uh loose again. Yeah, he did get He's loose back. again. Uh I had to go through those processes to get to those therapists, to uh, get to those those paperwork to let the school approve on staying him on campus. Pretty much was the whole idea. So I, I did have to go through talk to my own therapist or psychologist I take it that the reason issues. that
0: you're comfortable talking to me so openly about all this is because you realized you'd been holding everything in, and somewhere along the way, you learned that you have to talk about it. It's good to talk about it and to get help and to quit hiding things. Well,
1: I kind of use my 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 story as a as an opening, not really much as an opening opening book, but showing glimpses of here and there to let everyone realize that. The situation is can always get better, you know, but it it, it takes work. Uh, as always, there's always gonna be a rainbow at the end of the this thunderstorm, you know. That's that's how it works. So.
0: And those wounds though, they don't go away. You just learn how to soften them and how to deal with them. Yeah, yeah, you
1: you you, you um develop yourself as a person as a personality as you um, try to form your own philosophies and form your own lessons and such to kind of battle through. So, yeah, that's that's kind of pretty much where I went through. I look at battle rooms as, like, stories, chapters in life, so, you know, you can always tell.
0: Well, you're in a new chapter, and not yeah. only is I Hope This great for you, Tony, but what a gift to Emory and & Henry and the community and the ROTC program and the student body and the profession that you're going to join to have yeah. you here he just chewed his leash in half. Yeah. <laughs> he is not going to tolerate any rules in this studio. No. And the studio is never going to be the same. Okay. No, it is not. Okay, Zeus, eat those labels. That's all right. <laughs> Wait just a second. I'm going to have to stop for a second.
1: Yeah, he's uh, becoming that's... a me-
0: Well, Zeus finally won, and we abs- had to stop <laughs> the recording and recover the pieces of cords he just chewed in half, or <laughs> pieces <laughs> and the uh, piece of plastic and pencils. But anyway, so just... Three more minutes, if we if we can keep Zeus on. he chewed the oh, chewed leash in half. Oh, we yeah. didn't say that part. Oh, yeah,
1: he's trying to, he's trying to go outside. Yeah, he uh, wants He's trying out. to have fun, yeah. He hasn't
0: learned the power of the control of a radio studio that you cannot leave until the show is finished. Oh, no, no. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so we are really just almost out of time anyway. I just wonder, I'm going to dig in one more time on kind of the trauma, and then mm-hmm. we're going to end on a positive note. But what was the most difficult thing for you in those riots as a police officer?
1: Well, the only thing I found really difficult or anything concerning was, of course that's my hometown, so I have a lot of family members down there. So it was more about like, okay, because on, on, on my dad's side, uh, he did have some not so good history as for as going run into with the law. Um, and being, you felt
0: like you were policing your family, and, and per, and per,
1: per, pretty much in in a way. So I knew at some point that was going to be there for a good part of it or a bad part of it, because there was two sides. There was the ones who actually wanted to the the town to get better, but then there was the side who just wanted the riot to just get free Tear free stuff. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty much that that balance state of like if I have to be there in a riot shield. And tell someone to move back, and you can't get moved back, and I have to escalate to other forces. I don't want to have to tell my little sister that has my nephew or anything like that, hey, you got to move, and she tell me no. I'm like, now it's like that family versus that contract, you know, because if I can't do it, military is kind of the same thing. Wow.
0: Okay, in one minute, why should people join the military?
1: Why should people join the military? Uh, I think there's one of the the personal reason, but I say my personal reason was uh, would be the good education part of everything. They are not uh, what they used to be back in the day, so they will most definitely give you something to work on uh, to give you a career once you get out and not just leave you So um, for your dry future hanging. for yeah. your future yeah
0: Tony Washington. And Zeus, he's now biting my legs. Okay, it's time to shut this down. Thank you. I cannot thank you enough for being with me today. Thank you for
1: having me. And
0: I wish you the very best of everything. Thank you, thank you. All righty. Tony Washington, on This Conversation, you can hear us Wednesdays at 6 and Sundays at 2 here on 90.7. You can find us in a podcast by searching WEHC, This Conversation. Thank you for tuning in.